Today I wanted to show you two different impressions and models for two Bruxer crowns that were sent out to doctors. It just kind of illustrates a difference in the way I look at these crowns when we get to the uh, cementation or the bonding process. But let's just start with um, the impression here. You see it's a double arch tray. Doctor used two materials. Things look pretty good as we go along the buckle. I like how that looks. As we roll over to the lingual, gets just a little iffy here, a little raggedy on the lingual, but uh, we'll see what that looks like when we pour it up in stone. I always worry with these plastic double arch trays that they're going to be too flimsy, but as I squeeze this one, you can see that there's really not a lot of flex here. And this goes back to something that we've always said here at the lab, that if you're going to use a plastic tray, you really should use a stiffer impression material, a very stiff heavy body impression material so that we don't get too much flexure when we try to squeeze down on this. Alternatively, you can use a metal double arch tray like the Quad Tray Extreme from Clinician's Choice and uh, use any impression material you want. But with the plastic ones, we want to use something a little stiffer as this doctor did. So let's go ahead and take a look at the preparation. Again, this is for a Bruxer crown. And as we look down on it and try to close one eye, which you can't do with the camera, but we'll try to see, we'll put the buckle into undercut. We can see the lingual, and then we'll get rid of the buckle undercut, and we can still see some of the lingual. And so we definitely have a, a nice draw on that crown. It's kind of a feather edge margin all the way around, so it's very appropriate for a Bruxer crown. And I told you that I wanted to use this to kind of talk about the way we talk about cementation and or bonding with Bruxer crowns. And so typically what I'll do when I'm looking at a crown like this is to measure the crown. And anytime I have a wall where I have four millimeters of vertical height, I know I'm going to be okay uh, cementing this crown. I, I could bond it if I wanted to. That obviously would work just as well. But I know I'm going to be okay cementing this into place if I have that four millimeters of vertical height there. Even if I have a shorter height over on the lingual. And I think when we look on this, I look at this, we'll see that we've got about three millimeters on the lingual. But with that four millimeter wall opposing it, uh, I think we're gonna be fine. So my regular routine at this point would be uh, to cement this. Uh, so onto the prep, uh, we're gonna put some G5 uh, desensitizer. And because it is a, a Bruxer crown and we tried it in the mouth, there has been some salivary contamination of the zirconia oxide material. So I'm going to use the IvoClean to remove those phosphate groups that are stuck or bound down to the inside of the Bruxer crown before we cement this. Uh, I'm going to use Ceramer cement from Doxa to put this into place because it also has phosphate groups in it. And so it's a cement that will naturally bond to the Bruxer material itself. If we look at a second impression, another doctor who requested a Bruxer crown, we can see again it's a plastic double arch tray, and as I always do when I see these, I squeeze these, and this is a dentist who hasn't used as stiff a material when I squeeze this together. And so you can see we see a little more deformation here, and I'm not suggesting that when we get this at the lab, we start squeezing it like this, or we squeeze it like this when we pour it up. It's more a matter of the patient biting incorrectly on it, or, and then it rebounds when it comes out of the patient's mouth. Uh, the fact that most of the polyvinyl materials that we have shrink when they cure anyway. Um, I just prefer a stiffer tray, but trust me, there's been tens of thousands of units made on plastic double arch trays. They still work. A few little bubbles over there on the buckle margin, but far enough away. There's a nice spot right there. I can actually see material 
beyond the margin. I love seeing that impression material beyond the margin there, down into the sulcus. That disappears as we work our way back onto the lingual. But as I look at it, I can see through the teeth in front of the prep, so I know the patient was biting all the way together in maximum intercuspation. So that looks pretty nice for that second molar. Let's go ahead and take a look at the model that goes with that impression. And again, we'll rotate this just a little bit. And as I rotate it over towards the buckle, I get rid of that lingual undercut. So it looks like we're gonna be okay. Might be a slight one on the mesiobuckle. We'll have to see there. But the, the bigger point I wanna share with you here is the, uh, the vertical height on this preparation compared to that last one. On the last one, we had four millimeters of vertical height. So I told you we would be fine to cement that into place. But as we look at this now, we're looking at you know two millimeters in most of the spots of vertical height. And of course, the lingual, is almost always shorter than it is on the facial. And you can see there, now all of a sudden we're getting just over a millimeter, maybe about a millimeter and a half as we come along that lingual wall. So this is definitely gonna be a Bruxer crown that we want to bond into place. So I'm gonna use that IvoClean material again to clean out the Bruxer crown after it's been tried in. This is a crown where we definitely want the cement to stick to the restoration. And more importantly, we'd like the cement to uh, bond to the tooth itself. So you have your choice of uh, resin cements, a self-etching resin cement that you could use like uh, Panavia 21 or Multi-Link from Ivoclar Vivident. You really have your choice, but this is gonna be one where you don't wanna just cement it into place because of that vertical wall height. And you're gonna definitely wanna use the IvoClean to make sure that the cement bonds to the crown as well in a situation like this. I've just got to the point where I want all my crowns to stay on and not fall off. So I use the IvoClean routinely with all my Bruxer and all my Emax restorations, just so I know I'm getting the highest bond strength possible between the cement and the restoration.